0: Welcome to Inside Groove, the only motorsport show where supermodifieds are king. Methanol is aromatic, and the drivers carry their balls in a bag. Inside Groove is powered by IPC Indy, creating performance parts and solutions for the automotive, aerospace, and communications industries. Here's your host and fellow superholic, Tom Baker.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Inside Groove. And this Groove show is going to be the first standalone news update. Okay, so this is an Inside Groove news update. Camden Proud has joined us, and uh, this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to just having nothing else to do on this show other than sit back and uh, talk with Camden about everything that's been going on over the last gosh, a couple of months, really. Um, lots of news out and about the Oswego Speedway and all forms of supermodified racing. So let's just get right to it. Camden, great to have you back, my friend. And um, man, uh, where do we start here? I mean, I just feel like so much has happened. So much has been announced. Um, I guess uh, let's uh, let's talk about the Overall sort of 2023 season at Oswego um, looks like it's going to be a very big season again. And um, hearing about things like purse increases and um, lots of things happening with regard to John Nakotra's series. So I guess we could start there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me back on, Tom. Of and course. Just really excited about all the things that this John Nakotra guy's doing for Super Modified Racing right me now. Me too. It's a pretty big deal, and, and everyone should be really psyched for the season to come here.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you're a racer, so you can bring kind of the sort of dual perspective to this. Um, you know, is it to a point yet where Camden's going to go ahead and run the series? I mean, where are we at here? What do we got
2: to do to get the 54 in the series? <laughs> it's pretty much gotten to that point. I mean, it's we're just a few blocks from the track, and um, really the only thing that would be stopping us from doing it is – cost, obviously, and right now with what he's he's paying out just to start, it's $1,200 to start. You almost feel like a coward if you don't go, so um, no, we really want to support it. Um, those dates, there's the SBS for those three races also, so if I can convince my dad to run ISMA and not the SBS, then that's what we'll do.
1: There we go. Okay, so that would be fun. Would love to see that. Um, Alright, so um, let's talk about cars, drivers, entries um, because I feel like for whatever reason it seems like we started announcing a lot of these these entries for the season early um, earlier than we normally have in the past and uh, uh, happy about that, but I kind of got caught off guard by it. So let's let's um, let's go division by division here and let's start with uh, SBS. What is new? Who is in? Who is out? What's going on with the SBS division in Oswego for 2023?
2: Yeah, a lot. You know, it's it's funny. We we opened up registration, um, I think, earlier this month, and we haven't had that many actual official registrations yet, but just a lot of news and, oh, okay. and different things happening and cars being sold, cars being bought, some, yeah. some new blood coming in. So um, a lot of things to, to be excited about and um one actually that i just printed on the, on the speedway social media a little while ago i'll, I'll start there since it's on my mind um, i don't know if you remember carl crawford um, uh, yes he drove a super stock for quite a few years yes. like two or three seasons maybe longer uh got a handful of wins and his daughter she's been winning a lot of microd races and, and championships and they bought the rich worth sbs that was sold last year that that robbie started off with and um, Tessa is his daughter's name, and she's gonna, she's hoping to run a full season, uh, depending on how her progress goes oh, wow. earlier in the year. I know they want to get up to Evans Mills and Oswego as soon as the track's open, just to get her feet wet. She's never been in a big car, but there again, another second-generation driver and and totally new to the class. So that that class right now is just really growing fast. That's interesting because I think we
1: saw the greatest growth in the 350 class going into the 2022 season. Going into this year, I feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm I'm just not on social media every day to kind of keep up. But it seems like I've seen a lot more growth in the SBS division, at least initially here to this point, than I have in the
2: 350 division for this year. Yeah, it kind of feels that way. Yeah, it does. Um, If anything, we've actually been losing a couple 350 cars for whatever reason. But I think that that's kind (laughs) of. Gonna bounce back. It's sort of a transition year for the 350s right now. I know of some younger guys that are gonna come out with cars later in the season. Oh, okay. And in 2024, uh, so we might lose a couple. Like I know Dalton Doyle is is getting out of it. He sold his car to Nick Kenny. Um, Nick Kenny sold his car to Robbie Worth. To Rich, to Rich and Robbie. <laughs> so that's their backup car. Okay. I hope they I hope they run it and it's not just a a backup, but we'll see. Um, so that way we wouldn't lose a car, but just those are the, the few storylines there. Um, Mike Barbera sold his his car, uh, and it's going to be a shame not to have Brian Sobis yeah, racing anymore. Um, that's a big loss. Um, so kind of bad news there. But the good news is there are some some rookies that are moving up to that class most of the time, not quite full-time yet. I know Robbie Worth will be full-time. Uh, Tony DeStevens, who really came into his own with the small block at the end of last year. Yeah. Getting his feet wet during the season. Um, you have Josh Chakolek, who only ran the second half of last year. He'll be running a full time season, and then same thing with with Talon Hawksby. So, and, and there's more. There's a, there's a few more things that are in the works for that class, and I'm just looking forward to seeing how it all pans out.
1: Well, I think uh, Danny K uh, has one too, right? Aren't they gonna they gonna run that this year?
2: Yeah. So, Danny, um, that's that's a good one. Yeah. He just posted on Twitter a picture of the car. Um, when it was the joya super and a lot of people will remember that car uh, i think it was johnny treacy's last car actually when he when he was racing big blocks it might have been the last one he ever drove oh okay um, and that and then it was but it is a joya car and then it was sold over to yeah to i think steve bought it back I, I think maybe Okay. i'd have to get the full history on it but um danny is another one he's going to miss i think the first week uh for a wedding maybe the second week oh wow and then they're gonna try to be there every week after that um and at first he you know there's been a lot going on with with the flack family with steve's dad has been sick and and he's doing better now which is really good oh that's Um, good um and moving forward with the car so it sounds like things are progressing to the point where i think dan's comfortable and, and saying that he's planning to run most of the year so um Again, a big loss for the SBS class, huge gain for the 350 class. That's a guy that's going to be up front every time. He's up front in anything he races, so well, he'll course. be up front in that every week, too, I have no doubt.
1: So what happens to the SBS flack
2: car? Um, I heard they're hanging on to it for some of the SBS series stuff, and then okay. Mr. block and the Classic.
1: Okay, so we could see some double duty once or twice.
2: Yeah, once or twice. Okay, yep.
1: gotcha. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, back to the SBS then. Um, yes. So uh, tell us what else is new in that division.
2: Another one that really stands out to me is Mike Fowler. Um, yeah. He raced for Jeff Carson at Evans Mills at the end of last year, and um, Mike actually dabbled in Callie Spaulding's 350 earlier in the yes. year.
1: Okay, um, I remember he Did a name. nice
2: job, and yeah. he's raced – Limiteds before not very much, but at least ran a swiggle before. Okay, and I uh, went to Evans Mills and did a really good job. He was fast, competitive. Um, got caught up in an accident in the feature, but he's a dirt guy, and it sounds like he's going to stray away from the dirt tracks on Saturday nights and is planning to run full time for for Carson Racing and in, in the SBS. So that's uh, that's a pretty big deal. He's had a lot of success on on the dirt circuit around here, uh, Can Am, Fulton, Brewerton. He's always one of the top guys to watch. And uh, really excited to, to see how he's going to do on the pavement and that he's he got in the car and, and did well and has enough interest to say, hey, I think I want to go run a Swigo. And I, I think they'll do a great job of it. It's a really good race car he has. And um, another another pretty exciting piece of news there.
1: Now, that was that was the what? Ten car, I think. And and, and Jeff owned that. Right. I mean, that was Jeff Carson. Um, It wasn't. That wasn't related to John Carson. I know that's Jeff's son, or not, is it John? No. What yeah, was, that's his yeah, son. Yeah, John, yep. right, yeah. Um, he was um, he was driving the 27, and did I hear that he sold that car, maybe, or bought another one, or what, what is the status there, and clarify sort of the confusion there?
2: Uh, yes, so the 26 car that was the Sokolik car, um the sullivans had bought that jordan sullivan i'll
0: and start it was there too the because <laughs> it is it is kind of yep,
2: confusing it was the two um and i'll explain where the sullivans come in so he ended up selling that car to hunter lawton okay um hunter lawton ran that once at okay. evans mills and now he sold that as well to oh. a guy by the name of tom bradshaw i don't know what Tom is going to do with it. If he's going to race at all, I don't really know anything about him. Okay. So that car is out of the picture. At that point, Jordan Sullivan decided he still wanted to race and he bought the 27 that John Carson had ran all last season from Jeff and raced the 27 at Evans mills. Uh, John did not race Evans mills. Only Fowler did. Um, But I'm pretty sure that Jeff has another car for John that he's going to race. So we won't lose John, if anything, will be gaining a car, which, and that whole mess of musical cars is all that really matters. So Okay, so um, I,
1: because I, I was thinking there was a 10 car that Jeff had at Classic that somebody drove.
2: Well, that's the car Mike drove, but it wasn't at the Classic, just at Heavens Mills.
1: Oh, okay,
2: um, all right. But that's, yeah, that's a Hedger car, um, and that's the car Addison Bowman drove it, um, Danny Kapazinski in the Classic, a couple ah, years ago. Okay. It yeah, was yeah, the yeah. yeah, it was the Orange 12, 12. Um but yeah. then the Bartlett's had it. And then AJ Burnus drove it in the Classic. Uh, I think AJ might have finished second in it yeah, in the classic. He, he had a good run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a good car. Uh so I'm sure Mike will do well with it. Okay.
1: So um so that then is and, and so then you said there's another car for John, so that would be kind of a two car team, basically
2: yeah if i'm not mistaken i think he still has one more car i don't recall which one that is but yeah two car team for for carson racing i'm pretty sure good
1: that's cool um i mean that's obviously the carson family of oswego goes all the way you know goes decades back to of course you know the fran carson had the popcorn stand out there for a number of years and had the news, yeah. news, uh, Carson's news in, in the city on Bridge Street. That's where I used to get the programs back in the day. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's that's cool. Okay. So, what else is going on?
2: Well, uh, Alex Hogue, they bought out the Josh Wallace operation. The oh, really? Did. So, is so- Alex coming back? It sounds that way. He was looking at doing Lancaster and and Evans Mills at the end of last year. At least that's what Danny K had mentioned to me. Okay. So I'm I'm hoping I got to reach out to him. I'm hoping that he's still held on to the car and they're planning to interesting to come back. You know, Alex is a good veteran driver and always ran very well yep. when, when he was racing small blocks. So sure did. Um, again, uh, another big win there for for the Speedway, and it's it's the best part is the all these cars are moving around. Yes, but unlike. Years past, they aren't just sitting in garages. People are, are buying right. them and, yep. and then bringing them right out to the track. So that's uh, really good news. Okay. What else? Uh, Griffin Miller had his car for sale. I'm told that now he's going to run the SBS full-time again. Oh, what was it? And, he- and maybe rolling out a 350 later in the year. Ah, there's one of our young guys
1: you said was, was yeah. possibly okay. Um, yeah, nice. Well, yep. Um,
2: that's another guy that'll do very well in a 350. 80? And it's, uh, I think the car he's going to run is Kelly Miller's last super. It's a Page car.
1: Yeah, I was going to say okay. Eighty. Um, they've been working on that, something? so
2: yeah. that should go good okay. as a 350. Um, and then another one is, Kevin Gates. I want to say that's his name. Um, they bought a car from Mark Danny, um, and then. Kevin, during the season last year, had Dave Cliff run it a few times. That was the, the, the other, th- okay, the Classic. yep.
0: Other um, 35, he, right? Dave did a nice job. Yeah. Yep, he had okay. a good run,
2: yep. So that, that'll be another new guy. Mark sold his operation out. Oh. He had two cars, and one went to the Gates family, and then the other one went to Ken Pierce, and he raced for four or five years in the SBS class, and he'll be coming back full time this year too. Okay, is
1: that did I get that number? Is it, was he twenty-four when he raced? That sounds
2: uh, sixty-seven. He was. Oh.
1: <laughs> I wasn't even <laughs> close. Um, so I said, "The aging brain just doesn't work as well as it used to." Okay, so he, that's good. So he's coming back again, um, and and okay, uh, what else you got there? <laughs>
2: Um, I think I'm getting closer. Uh, I know that the Brown family, Jake there and his dad, Dan, uh, Jake got hurt at the beginning of last year, I think in his first or second race, he caught the hub rail and Oh, I I remember that. Yeah. 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 Sprained or broke his wrist. Yeah.
1: Had an arm injury. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but they have two cars and one of them is a former Haynes car. And then I forget what the other one he has is, but. I can't think of it now whose it was, but they're going to both be racing this year as well. Oh, good. So it's just, there's just a lot of, you go down through the list and there's a, not, a lot of new blood, um, and then also a lot of returning guys. And it's just, the class is really, really healthy right now. You throw the, the veteran guys in the mix, like, you know, Andrew Shartner and, and Jesse Bearup, and my dad's going to run a few times. You'll have Mike Bond and Cameron Rowe. At least Brad Haynes is going to race. I think Brian's taking the year off. Um, but, Uh, The class is going to be in real good shape. You'll have Tony Pisa, Greg O'Connor, the Ratcliffe team going for a championship. That's another two-car team, Drew and and Noah. Um, DJ Schumann, Derek Hilton, Jordan Sullivan, Jude Parker, that's the third member of the O'Connor-Pisa team. They're a three-car team. Oh, okay. So just, yeah, a lot of things going on. Um, As far as I've heard, Ryan Gunther should be coming back for his second season. Good. And then Tony DeStevens and, and Joey Joey's going to run a few times and Tony, the, the full season. And um, looking forward to the battles between Tony and Noah, especially this year. A couple of kids that I thought really, really improved as last season went on. For and sure. Noah just continues to knock on the door for, for a win. So very interesting, unique mix of drivers. And it's going to be as always a, a fun, exciting class to watch.
1: Now. Um, okay. So uh, it's interesting because it seems like, are the Bartlett's completely out of it now? Yeah, they are. Okay, that's too bad. I always liked that family, and, and it was great to have them. And they had two or three cars at one point, I I think, if I remember right. They were all racing.
2: Yeah, they did. They did, and it's too bad that, that they're kind of – I don't know if they're totally gone forever. It sounded like maybe they'd still be <laughs> interested in coming back down the road. But, uh, yeah, it was – a little bit short-lived. It was It was nice to have Russ yeah. and Travis both back racing. sure.
1: Yeah, great guys. Um, okay. Uh, and so do we have anything else? Do we miss anything on the SBS side? I want to make sure we get them all.
2: I think I've pretty much covered okay. everything. I hope I don't want to leave anybody <laughs> out that I didn't mention. Um, let me go through my list. Derek Hilton, I want to mention him. Yep. Greg Richardson, I want to mention him. Oh, that's him. right. The one yeah. AJ Larkin, yeah. Uh, I've heard Robbie Bruce isn't racing, which is kind of a bummer.
1: Oh man, that is a bummer because I really wanted to see Robbie come back.
2: Yeah, yeah, me too. I felt like he had a feature
1: um, win in his belly, and before he could get there, um, you know, the crash happened.
2: Yeah, he did a great job, uh, and that car was ill handling a lot of the time, and yeah. he drove it like a veteran and did, yeah, a, did a nice job. So I'd like to see him get back in the car, but um, from what Mike's told me, I think he just kind of enjoys cheering his brother on and and crewing on the car which that's cool too yeah um so yeah i think to my knowledge at this point i mentioned everyone if i left anybody out so that's sorry
1: we got to be clearly (laughs) over 20 at this point don't we
2: yeah at least 20 weekly i would i would have to say easily yeah
1: that's good that's uh it's definitely heading in the right direction love to see it uh and okay so let's transition to the 350s we talked about a few of them um Noah Ratcliffe drove a 350 a time or two last year what's his status with that car will we see him in that regularly this season and and then you can go ahead and just uh start off with the 350 conversation
2: yeah so Noah came out with that car for a testing session and the classic uh that was bought for him by brian and melissa brant they're from fulton okay. bought the car off the mcleods and that uh, right. car's yeah. got a pretty good yeah. record at a swiggo sure since the bought it with the with the classic win there for bobby holmes so yep. a great piece for noah certainly deserving of the opportunity and it just sounds like their main focus is the sbs championship and okay. they're going to run that full-time and then again kind of like Griffin, I guess, uh, dive into the 350 stuff later in the year. Same deal with Tony DeStevens, and you mentioned Danny Kay And it it is kind of like, it's funny, all these guys have new rides in in the class, but most of them won't be coming out until later in the year or just running select races. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that once most of these kids get in these cars, they're just going to be like, yeah, I'm done with the SBS. I think I'm going (laughs) to the Super out every week now. So but we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out.
1: Yeah, it's uh, that it is. It, you know, it's a tough deal because um, I think some of it might be like parts availability or whatever. But but it's just yeah. once you get into something that's that fast and that easy to drive, it's hard to go back and everybody yeah, exactly. i've talked to even Robbie Worth when we had him on Wrencher was talking about the difference between the two and how much better he likes the 350 so it's just hard to <laughs> believe that if you you know once if you have the availability to drive that car on a weekly basis it's hard to believe you pass it up to go slower
2: you know right um, right
1: but you know again there are a lot of other considerations so what else is going on in the 350 class
2: Well, i'll read through the list of who i think is going to be okay a weekly team based off the information that I have at this point, uh, and that's Robbie Worth, Nick Kenny with the former Doyle car, uh, Kyle Perry again, Jason Spaulding, as far as I know it'll be Jason and not Kelly still, uh, Josh Sokolik, Nick Barzee, Dave Cliff, and Talon Hawksby. Those should be the locked-in weekly teams. And then from there, there's just a whole mix of guys between New England and a Swiggo uh, with some of these new guys that are coming in. Um, one of them being the Battle Brothers. Uh, they'll be out as much as they can at a Swiggo this year. Um, I had the chance to talk to Ryan, Jeffrey's brother, and yeah. did a nice article with him. And uh, looking forward to doing the same with Jeffrey. It's great anytime they come up and run with us. Um, you'll have Mike Bruce. Uh, that's my old hot car that just actually got... I think all that's left of it is the cage. He got a front and rear... Cl- Done at Hotspurs, oh, wow. so um, he isn't even running it full time. <laughs> Just select races when it doesn't conflict with the big black stuff. You know when they when they can when time and resources allow. So
0: okay, um,
2: so he won't be full time either. Danny K most of the races, but not full time. Tony to Stevens later in the season, uh, and then Ryan Locke. They actually got a 350 for Ryan, and he's going to do a mix of 350 and big black racing
1: this oh. year. Wow. Um, two locks of the three hundred and fifty class.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that'll be fun to watch. I just, uh, I wish they were both full time because Chase is so busy with the Northeastern midget schedule. Now he's running full time. Oh, okay. The Seymour. So they won't be weekly anymore either. That's too bad. Um, which is a shame. That takes away a big block did too. last year.
1: Yeah.
2: But, I took it upon myself to go look at all the (laughs) USAC dates and kind of made a makeshift schedule for them. So it looks like maybe seven races, including the Classic. Okay, well, that's good. So that's not too bad.
1: No, um, I'm just thinking that um, a pair of locks in the 350 class is double the scary for the rest of the competition because, I mean, if Ryan runs anywhere like Chase did, (laughs) you know, it's like...
2: Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, it's kind of funny because I feel like Chase is the new young one. You know, and and <laughs> Hevron just loves the kid, and yeah, and is project, been, you know yeah. very, which is great. You know, and uh, so um, it'll be interesting because I feel like Ryan's got some shoes to fill there because little brother is not going to give it up for him. So um, that yeah, that would be interesting to watch. Okay, so yeah. Um, but it sounds like, unless I miscounted, it sounds like there's only about eight or nine regular weekly cars in the yeah, That's the way
2: it's looking, yeah. Man. Yeah. Interesting. It's, uh, it's going to be kind of weird year for the class. I mean, you could have 10 cars one week and, and 20 the next between New England and some of these other guys that are doing part-time or showing up every once in a while. Um, I think for the classic, we'll have a awesome field because all these guys that are bringing their stuff out later in the year, they're going to be there for, for the classic. So, um, just, you know, maybe we can try to be patient as the season goes on and, There'll be more and more fun things to to follow and look into about the 350 classes as, as the season kind of runs its course.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Like I said, it just seems like a flip-flop from the year before because the 350s had the the big growth and the SBS not so much. And then now it's like the SBS has the big growth and the 350s not so much. So um, right. it'll be interesting to see how all that shakes out as we get – into the season a little bit more. Okay. Um, anything else on the three fifties?
2: Uh, I don't think I'm missing anyone there other than I'm not sure what Matt Caprera is doing. They had bought that car from, uh, Mike Barbera and he did a good job with it at the end of last season. Yeah. Um, I think that dirt racing takes up most of their schedule. So, uh, they seem pretty gun-ho about the super modified deal though. So hopefully he'll be out at least a handful of times and, uh, I think that's about it as far as local guys um once you sprinkle in New England teams who who come out every once in a while I mentioned the battles uh, there's a couple more like John Leonard uh, Eddie Wickham Jr. Brad Babb was out uh once or twice last year and then Jim Stores comes out every once in a while too so um yeah we'll we'll see I don't think it'll be too bad but just have to have some patience during the during the early stages of the season I'm afraid
1: Hmm. Okay. So let's move on to the big blocks then. Um, I haven't heard a lot of news about, um, you know, guys going away. So I'm hoping that we're at least the same as last year. Obviously Ryan Locke now, maybe, um, less shows or whatever, but, um, what do you know about the big blocks
2: you know, right now I think that it's actually going to be better. Um, I don't want to say a lot better, um, but especially for John Nicotra's oh, first sure. show there yeah. on, on opening day, I think we could be as much as 24 or 25 strong um, with the potential for maybe even more than that. I was going to say. Uh, so that's, you know, the wing deal is looking really good as far as the swiggle wing. I think, well, I know we are gaining some weekly teams this year and one of them is is mike bruce um which is awesome he belongs in a big block I weekly. anyway yep yep um so that's great decision in my opinion on their part to to run that car weekly uh, <laughs> he aggravated the heck out of me last year he would just literally pull that car out of the cobwebs and Fifteen six, the, the <laughs> classic, and then I don't know well, if it was Mr. Super or whatever. Well, he's, I ran a fifteen nine and thought I was great, and he goes out and does like a low eight, and it's just, it's just like seriously. <laughs> he he well, runs twice a year and comes out and kicks our butt. But Mike, um, no, uh, he's he'll do an awesome job with it. I, I think if he stays out of trouble and stays consistent, I think he'll be able to run for the championship. I really do. Oh, I would uh, agree. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to have a great year. So I'm um, excited about that. Excited for Mike. Uh, excited for Allison Sload to get another full-time go at yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's another that big good. win and um, huge gain for the class for Speedway to have her back weekly. And yep. well, not Black Betty anymore. It'll Blue Betty, I yeah. guess. It's, it's going back blue. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um, Black Betty wasn't very kind to her last year, so. <laughs> no, that seems um, I think to she only work to for Auto.
1: Only Otto seems to be able to do good black. Yeah. So, um, okay. So that's good that Allison's coming back. Who else?
2: Uh, hell of Tulips rebuilding.
1: That's awesome. That is the best news I've heard this entire interview.
2: Yeah, that's uh, just so awesome, and especially coming off his induction to yes the Hall of Fame, which. If if you ask him, he he'd say he wasn't deserving of it. But I I beg to differ. Well, he's he's more than deserving. So here's uh,
1: the I'm thing: so just... I, I talked to somebody about that not too long ago, and they were saying, "How do you put Halla up in the Hall of Fame?" I said, "How don't you put Halla up in the Hall of Fame?" Number one, right. the guy's been racing since 1980. How many other right. guys have been racing since 1980? I think there's yeah. only one, okay, <laughs> and um, and we'll get to Joe in a minute, but but to me, okay, what what's the criteria anymore for making the Hall of Fame? Because I mean, I've I've you know I've seen people get inducted that I it, it's kind of like okay, you know that's interesting, um, yeah, and yeah. so to me, longevity because this is. A basically in Oswego, it's a home track Hall of Fame. We're not talking about NASCAR here, um, you know. And so somebody like Hal that supported the division for as long as he has, um, as far as I'm concerned, I think it was great that he got into the Hall of Fame. And um, because I, I is anybody at this point think about this? Hal and Joe, so 1980, we're talking about uh, 53 years. Am I right? 43 years. 43 years. Those yep. two have been competing at the Oswego Speedway. Do you 43. think yeah. anybody in, in, that is competing now, do you see anybody competing for 43 years? Maybe you. No.
2: no. <laughs> you no. Know? Nobody's ever I mean, going to touch it. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, on that alone, you get into the Hall of Fame. I'm glad for hell. Hell is, yeah, Hal, we, need, we need more hells like Oswego.
2: Yeah. Yes, we do. So
1: good for him. Um, glad that he's rebuilding. I was a little worried after that opening day. I think it was opening day, right? Crash last year. Um, you know that yeah, we wouldn't see week him again. Two, I think, yeah. And who would blame him? You know, I mean, at, the, at, at that point, I mean, again, you've been doing it so long, but gosh, I love that. And he actually had a modified for a short time too. I, I don't know how many people remember that, but he actually raced the modified for a little while. Yep,
2: that's so, right. I've seen some cool pictures of him with his modified. Yeah,
1: and sold it to Eddie Bellinger. And Eddie actually had some nice runs with that car.
2: Oh, that I did not know. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, who else? Bill Sharkey. Um, I also did a write-up with him, and he's planning to run the full year plus the wing Show's.
1: That's going to be fun, and there's the, there again, that's also great news because I, I kind of look at Bill the way I look at Hal. Um, yep. You know, you need those guys at the track. Bill is very personable. He absolutely loves competing, and glad that uh, his, his health is allowing him to, to get back to the track now, and it'll be um, the first uh, 59 we've had in a while, um, which is kind of fun because he used to drive for the Junes, and uh, now he gets to race his own car with that number. So
2: good for him. Yeah, I love that. The car looks great, actually. I love the looks of it yeah. and love the, the nod to, to the Junes, like you mentioned. So it'd be great to have Bill back. They've been working on it for a while. And between his operation there and COVID and everything, it's yeah. kind of been a long time like I said, he's so, had
1: some issues, so um, good for him.
2: They don't come much better than Bill. He's a great guy. I'm excited for Got him. Got it. Yep. Um, and then Lou LeVay Sr., they battled <laughs> supply chain issues and the health issues Louie yeah. did last yep. season terrible luck bringing the car out at the classic test there and then just blowing the engine almost instantly that's right uh, yeah. felt terrible for them they work really hard and they're planning to run the full season good um at least all the Oswego wing stuff so good to have them back uh, as well and as far as little dog i don't know what's really going on there i know that he wants to come back but Last I heard, the car was pretty much a throwaway after the rollover in the Classic. So.
1: Oh, it was? Really? Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. another guy I got I to gotta reach out to.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, that would be a shame if he wasn't able to get back, and you, you just hate to lose any cars. Um, I mean, I know it sounds like most of the typical... You know, I I say veterans, um, our, uh, regulars. I guess is a better word are are coming back. Uh, Joe is back, right? And um, Brandon and Jeff Abel and Schulich and um, yep. who else? Uh, who else are we missing here? Otto, I know. Yeah, I'll run, run through run the, Go ahead. The yeah, list do it that way.
2: returning guys: Joe, uh, for year forty three, uh, Dan Connors, <laughs> Brandon Bellinger, Jeff Abel, Tim Snyder, uh, myself, Jack Patrick. Logan Revals and Dave Schulich, I know, are weekly for sure. And then guys that are going to be racing every once in a while, hopefully more often than not. Uh, Otto, I know, is going to run the opener and classic, and then maybe more. Good. Uh, so that's really good. And that was huge for for Oswego last year um, to have him come out and run so well. Oh, with that for car sure. After yeah. just came back from Hawksby's because I think it kind of – Encouraged Otto to want to do at least a little bit of a Oswego stuff this year. Right. Because he he was frustrated. So, um, obviously, anytime you can put a driver of Otto's caliber back in the field, that's huge. Right. Yeah, for Um, sure. So, a big deal there. Um, And then Joey Payne, his car is being upgraded at Hawksby's with IFS and and all of that stuff. So, um, I'm really excited for Joey and Don and that whole team that they invested in that. And Joey's planning on running a lot more than he did last year. So that's really good news. That's awesome. Yeah. I wonder, I want to know
1: what we have to do to get uh, Anthony in the Supermodified to run some shows.
2: Well, I don't, I don't know. He, uh, Joey was racing the TQ at Allentown there. And I don't know if he just got sick of it or or what I would have got sick of it. If I was him, he got punted like 15 times in one race. Yeah,
1: that, those races.
2: He probably just just said, forget it. I'll let my kid run. But. I don't know. Maybe he'll do that with the the super eventually or um, at least – give Anthony a shot in it, maybe warm it up. I'd like to see how he would do. I'm sure he'd do well. <laughs> yeah. Let him test it up for him on Friday. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I just, I would love to see Anthony in the super. I don't want to lose Joey to do it necessarily. I wasn't implying Joey no. should get out. I just would like to see Anthony uh, get a shot at it. Cause he's a talent and uh, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. those TQ shows now are just awful. They used yeah. to be really good. And now it's just, they're just, it's like, it's like watching a race at Pullman gray. Now it's just, everybody's, you know, using the bumper and driving like idiots. I just, that it's, yeah. f- it's honestly, I mean, I, you know, at least the, the, I watch the, the ones that I watched, it just, it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's something too, because back, back when they had the shows at Niagara falls, it didn't seem like it was nearly that bad. And now it's like, everybody just, no, you
2: know. it's, I mean, it's gotten pretty bad. My dad and I went down and watched Allentown and it was, that it was, was okay. It was a lot of bumping and banging. The Atlantic city race was good. It's a little bit bigger of a track. Yeah. Um. There wasn't any real crazy nonsense, you know, at, at the front where they were just wiping each other out for positions. Yeah. But sometimes it it gets like that, and my dad's like, "Wouldn't you love to do this?" And I said, honestly, no, not particularly, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> not really my style.
1: It's funny, you know, because you know people complain about NASCAR, and then that. You know, it's like <laughs> like that's just as bad as what, you yeah. know, as, as Daytona. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, um, it can be. That's for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. That's but, for sure.
1: Um, but it's not, so it sounds like at least the big blocks are. And, and I'm actually that that's cool about Joey because um, that's I you're talking about the Penix car, right? The 14 car. Yeah, yeah, that's great because uh, we'd love to see him be more competitive. And I know, again, we've had a number of guys that have been confirmed to be running the um, the the Nakotra shows, the wing shows that that we don't normally see. Um, which again uh, would include the opener and the classic now. Um, and one of them I s- thought I saw mentioned was the Booth Car is going to run those shows.
2: Yes. Yes, that's the plan. Um, I talked to Mike Jr. last week, and I'm going to have a story published with him soon. Um, I hope Friday. Friday is my goal, the 24th, so everybody can read more about it then. But that is as big of news for Oswego as we've had sure is. a while because it's been so long since we've had the booth car in a Swiggo configuration, the 2007 yeah. classic with, with Doug Diderot was the last time. Um, and it's been a long time coming. And honestly, I had a couple people message me when John wrote that post and not to take any credibility away from him, but he wrote it. And I was like, uh, eh, you know how these things go. We'll, we'll see what happens yeah. because I think Clyde kind of wanted to do it last year, mentioned he was going to do it. And then they never showed. So I was a little skeptical. Um, and then, I flew down to North Carolina a couple of weeks ago to visit Doug and Cindy. You did. And we went over to Clyde's and there was a, a swig hotel lane on the 61. So I said, Oh, this is, this is happening. This is, this is, this is a thing. So I called Mike and I said, let's get together. Let's do a, a write up. And he just, he gave me so much good stuff that I'm honestly overwhelmed with breaking nice. it all down and turning it into the story that he deserves because he's uh he's really turned into a fantastic racer and he's a, a great person and personality for, for the sport. So uh, I'm really excited for him and I know it means a lot to him to kind of follow in in dad's footsteps. Of course. Also, I know he wears his own shoes. He, he wants to build his own legacy, but, but to be able to drive Clyde Booth's car at Oswego Speedway um, with the Oswego configuration now is something he's waited a long time for. So I'm totally elated for him.
1: Well, he told me, that uh when when he was on the show he told me that he he wanted to run classics so badly
2: yeah yep. and
1: so now he's going to get the chance to do that and and you know that's that's to me uh you know what i want i i i you want those guys that appreciate what the classic is you want those guys to run um and and have that shot and that's great that he's uh gonna gonna do that now who else have we heard about because i know there were at least two or three others that were kind of outside the norm that have announced that they're gonna do because a a lot of people obviously do the wing shows but um the big announcements have been about people that are committing to also do the champagne memorial and the classic
2: Yeah, so another one is Ben Seitz, uh, the Vic Miller team. They're going to do the same deal they did last year, Champagne Race and Classic. Um, A.J. Lisecki, who has never run with the Oswego Configuration, is planning on doing the Champagne Race and Classic. So that's a really big deal there. Um, Mike McFetta again, too, uh, gave his commitment to John for those five races. Uh, And then also the Mo Lilji 32, the Sewell team the, that was the Wood, other one. John Kaloka yeah. combination, the 41, and also the 78 of Mark Samet. Okay. So that's, that's looking really, really good right now. We could be in awesome shape on, on opening day and have over a full field. I definitely think that's in the cards. So um, I just – we should all be bowing down to John nicotra right now. I just can't <laughs> thank him enough for what he's doing for Supermodest supermodified like community.
1: Well, and, and then um... – making sure you put a lot of money in the weather uh weather till um make sure you get uh, good weather cuz that would that yeah. would stink uh but that's awesome yeah that would easily be i mean we haven't had i mean that would be the best opening day field in a while and and you know um i think it it's just it's going to be interesting because i know that, that that john anticipates some things coming out about classic too and you yeah. know again um you know it's it it's just it's so cool to have somebody like John that 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 believes enough in the division and has he John has the right connections and and is able to yep. go and do a lot of things, and um, boy we needed that it needed the spark it needed the um, you know obviously the scheduling uh, uh, situation with regard to uh, Isma and MSS needed to to get. there and it did um and so that leaves us now um in you know hopefully pretty good shape at least for the the five oswego shows there that john is is kind of overseeing now um what do we know about isma and uh that schedule because i'm not hearing a whole lot of of announcements about what they're doing do we what do we what do we know about that we know star's gone which just kills
2: me yeah, that's that's terrible. Um, I was reading a thread online, and um, that's how I found out about it the other day was, I don't know, I, I think Otto was on the post or something, and actually, Otto had a great idea. He said, it's time to do something new. Let's have the the next fall classic race at, at Evans Mills um, for the oh. Big Block Supers, which that's an awesome idea as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I
1: love it. Uh, I mean, if you're going to, you know, because, again, if you're going to do it, uh, if you could do it like, you know shortly after classic then you know the weather isn't too much of a risk um you know that would be awesome to do something i mean you've got but you've got a number of tracks up there you could do evans mills or lancaster or you know whatever there's there's a few choices there but i love the evans mills idea i don't think we've ever had a big block show there
2: have we i don't think so um no no i don't think so ever um, Danny Sewell ran his car up there. Danny actually drove it a few years ago in a, in a test, and it was kind of kind of neat to see a big block up there. But the 350s, they they had a great race right. up there. The yep. SBS spring, put on right? yeah. awesome shows, and it's the same size as Star. Like right. everybody's yep. like, oh, Evans Mills is too small for the Oh big gosh, block. they have been the star. Not, not really. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's small, but it's not too small um, um i forgot the traction compound in the outer groove big wide corners i think it would be great oh i do too i mean gosh if you can run it star you can run it evans
1: mills i can't remember the gentleman's name from up there but he was the one that many many years ago um if rick nelson hears this show he'll 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 be screaming it at his at his uh device but um because he'll remember the guy's name but he he used to do a lot of um you know track announcing and whatever but he he was the one that made up the phrase jet planes flying around a gymnasium um and oh. it, to describe supers at star um yeah. and uh that's it's basically accurate and um yeah. you know it's uh to see uh but so no i think evans bills would be great that's that's a great idea Otto had it i think uh i think danny and, and and everybody ought to go make it happen i think that would be awesome
2: yeah, I would love it, and I just don't want to see Isma and MSS lose a race. No. Um I think they put together a great schedule. Um, that's, you know, I I wish that now with the new New England series, I wish that there was more New England shows. Um, Isma ended up losing, Manadnock and and also Lee the yeah. Alex Silva race. So it's it is a little Midwest heavy, but um, I think I think they're going to be in good shape, especially with what. They're paying out for these races beginning with May 13th at Jennerstown. Um, oh, And then is you it. have the huge Super Crown Nationals weekend at Lorraine. Uh, that's two weeks after the Oswego Winged Challenge opener. Okay. And they're shelling out a ton of money for that. They're shelling out a ton of money for Berlin. That's a great, very well-promoted facility who's elated to have the Supers stack? Oh, back.
1: yeah. Berlin's awesome.
2: Um, Sandusky's always a good show, always healthy car counts there. Um, And then you'll have the second swigger race in July, the third in August, and hopefully something on September 16th. I just, it kind of turns your stomach. I cannot believe we're not going to have a star classic. I don't know the details of it like at all, so I don't want to pretend to know, but it just, it really is awful news. Well, it is. And,
1: you know, unfortunately, Bobby Weber Jr. doesn't have the same attitude about super modified racing as his dad did. And that's, I think that's at the core of it. And then I think something happened last year that, that just, you know, it kind of became, I think, uh, whatever it was, I think in Bobby's mind was, you know, was the reason to just go in a different direction. And he, 350s rule up there and, you know, there's modifieds and whatever else. So, I mean, you yeah. can. You know, it's, again, He's he's got choice, so, um, you know. Yeah, and, he does, yeah. And the car counts weren't great, so if you're, you know, if, the last couple of years, so if you're not going to, you know, not going to support it, then um, eventually it's going to go away. But um, I had thought, because I, I apparently missed the uh, Jennerstown <laughs> announcement, I had thought that um, they, that might be the fall classic uh, deal, and it sounds like they ended up going with an early show, which is... Which is awesome. So that'll actually be a, a week or two before a Oswego.
2: Right. That'll start everything off. That's yeah. the first big block race of the year, I believe. I good. don't think the New England series has anything uh, before that. But, yeah, so Jennerstown will be the opener. Okay. And I really hope they have a good car count there to start the year. That's an awesome facility, too. Um, good racing there last time, but they were very light on cars. So okay. um, I think it'll be better this time around. Um, And then right now they have Saturday, September 16th, and also Saturday, September 23rd listed as TBA on the ISMA MSS website. Okay. So I know that 16th was supposed to be star. I don't know what it will be now. Hopefully something. And I have no idea what the 23rd was or is going to be. So we'll have to wait and find out. But I just hope they will be something.
1: Yeah, um, that's interesting that they have actually those two. Now, of course, you know, we're used to, um, I mean, I, I don't think it, I think it's been a couple of years, but, um, it was always star. And then the, the last race of the season would be at Thompson, right? Uh, right. the, wh- whatever they called that, um, Thompson, I guess yeah. it was the classic. Uh, whatever. Um, and that's uh, another
2: one. The new series has.
1: Yeah. I mean, and well, yeah, but they don't have any cars. That's the problem. (laughs) So, you know, it's, um, you know, again, you, you, they don't promote it. There's no cars. It's basically a heat race and that's too bad. Um, but uh, okay, so uh, fairly healthy schedule. Hopefully, um, hopefully, maybe we that Evans Mills would be amazing. I think that would be a phenomenal show um, and, oh, a, I'd love and it. a great time to do it. I mean, is, it, has anybody contacted Evans Mills to see if they would even want to do it? Because that would that's a big payout, I would think, for Evans Mills. So you'd probably have to figure something out there.
2: Yeah, um, definitely would have to get a promoter involved on the outside, I think, whether it's yeah, Nicotra or Danny Kay. You know, Danny Kay already has a foot in the door with the SBS thing, so maybe he could work that route. They actually expressed interest in the Swigo tail lane show before the swigo season started. I don't think that's going to come to fruition just because... Oh, really? ...purse, with, like you said, what what they would need to pay out to yeah. get teams to go up there. and um, It is a lot, and Isma's is even bigger, so um there were there would have to be some serious promoting involved to make that happen i think like anywhere else but well yeah um we'll see uh, but i just can't say enough good things about the gills man that place is just it has come around just so nicely the the facility is excellent they're they're so friendly they they come over and you know good luck tonight thank yeah, you for supporting they're great us you just you feel so welcome and at home there um yep. and <laughs> I, I wish we had more than two small box shows there a season. I mean, we, we go up there and just have a ball racing with my dad. So uh, I can't say enough good things about that place.
1: Yeah. It's really a, it's a cool facility. And um, you know, it, it again, for small box, it's perfect. And I think it would be a good big block show too, but I think that's a, I think that's a great thing for the, uh, the small blocks. and Danny did a nice job um, with that series last year kind of carrying on the the tradition, so to speak. And, and uh, yeah. I'm sure, um, I think he's doing it again, right? Uh, already got some shows on the schedule, right?
2: Yeah. Um, Evans Mills in the spring, he has Lancaster booked for U.S. Open weekend, which is huge oh, to yeah, be that's running be... the same weekend as the tour mods and, um, you know, very prestigious event up there. Yeah. Um, so excited to hopefully... Not be affected by weather this season and and go race at Lancaster. Um, I've heard Shimon and or Spencer, and then another race at Evans Mills in the fall.
1: I think Shimung would be, and I know it was a decent show last year. Um, that's a, and you know the thing is about Shimon is people either love racing on it or hate it because it's it's just that sort of odd configuration where you're kind of you know stopping in the court turn and go it's really a tight you know but then you think about that versus spencer and spencer is bigger but um but but it's a it's it's basically a flat track you know it's 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 a paper clip or as um somebody said one time it'd be it's a great place to build a racetrack um (laughs) And, uh, no, I love Spencer. I just, I, that, I, 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 don't want to get the guy in trouble who named that line, but, um, he, he, he may be, may have been involved with SBS in the past. Um, but, um, but yeah, he, he, uh, it, it, it just, that's, I, I went, I've attended a lot of races there and I'm glad that it's still, it's still going, but I think Shimong is a cool, um, I think it's it's it you you want to have some variety in your tracks and there's nothing quite like Shamong, so you know I think I think Shimong yeah. would be would be I would I would vote for that. Uh, love that place and um,
2: and yeah. would love to. See I liked watching there. there. My dad hated it when he drove. He just oh really absolutely hated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he just it was just like you said. He didn't like how you have to kind of stop and and turn for and we just couldn't get the car to hook up. It was the worst. We we ran all year. He was leading the heat race at one point and then got spun. But in the future, we started 11th, got up to sixth, And that was it. He just,
1: well, if you pass five cars, you did good. I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of uh, a stuff. It's, and and that's, you know, I was, I was um, promoted there, manager there for a year and, and announced for two years there. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean that's right after the track came back, uh in O one, I finished the season as the announcer in O one and then managed it in O two. And um, you know, just had a blast though. That was uh back when Bob Stapleton still I don't think Bob owns it now, or he may own part of it still. Um, oh, but
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, uh, but I mean, it, and we actually had a big block show there. We had a super modified ISMA show there. Um, ISMA.
2: Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
1: And um, I mean, it, it, uh, I, it was just, it, to watch the modifieds race there was really a, a something. I mean, you know, it's because, again, it's just such a tight track, but, um, you know, but it's, it's beautiful. I mean, that place is, it's in a nice part of the state and it is, you know, beautiful. Yeah, it really is. And, and, uh, so love to see uh, a show back there again, but, um, just glad that, that that's continuing. I think, um, I think it's neat to get the SBS cars out. I hope somebody can do the same for the three fifties, um, at some Mm -hmm, point in New York, um, because I think, obviously, they would be a huge draw and wouldn't require the big purse that the big blocks do, but I don't want to see the big blocks not go out. Um, Right. So I wasn't trying to uh, replace one with the other, just saying. Um, But, yeah, maybe, you know, at some point you could, you know, you could get all three on a bill somewhere or get at least two of the three. Um, That would
2: be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and 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 smack at Evans Mills last year. It's too bad they're not doing that again, but they are doing Lancaster, and I'd love to see Supers back at, Chamon because I think that the racing at uh, Lancaster and, and in too was awesome. I mean, the battle between Mike Bruce and Danny Kay at Chamon was great to watch. The modified race was, was awesome. And uh, it's a driver's track. It and is. It's, you know, the style is not for everybody, but I think even once my dad gets used to it, I think he'll, Enjoy it more. I asked I asked him if he was when he was done whining if he wanted me to drive the car for <laughs> <laughs> No. No okay, That's that's what I thought. <laughs>
1: yeah well you know you're look uh your dad and i are about the same age and you know we you get old you get cranky when you get older yep. see? you just yep. that's you know um i i'm i can i'm with him um but uh no if you could just get the thing to turn he'll be fine um yeah you know yeah. or teach him fine. to drive like bobby stelter used to and just spin the tires uh one or the other of that uh, that. yeah uh, but uh, no it's fun stuff and and uh, it is. It, and glad to see that uh, glad to see that everything appears to be in a good place um, hopefully we get a few more uh, 350s coming out and uh, uh, everything else sounds like it's 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 set to go um, I know that obviously Jody London is gonna be a big part of uh, classic weekend again and thank God we're gonna we're gonna get the, the sport mod show on classic Saturday I love it
2: yeah, that is so cool to have it modified Madness on Saturday, yes. we're calling it. And to have the the Sport Mods, the are the paired up with the NASCAR Modifieds, so that's just perfect. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be two exciting races, two great fields. I think the the Sport Mods are going to bring even more cars in than the NASCAR will. Um, oh, so, yeah. Um, easily, probably. So I'm really excited for, for Jody. Um, it's been... <laughs> It's been a long time coming. I don't know if I've ever seen an event be more unlucky than this one.
1: Oh, gosh. But I mean.
2: I'm glad that it's finally going to, to happen and just a great spot for it. And it's kind of like it was meant to be sort of that it worked out this way. After yeah. three years of trying. So um, I'm excited for Jody. And we do have the Motorsports Expo that's coming up in three weeks now uh, at the Syracuse Fairgrounds. Um It'll be in the Center of Progress building again. Okay. Let me get the dates and times. March 11th and 12th, and so that's Saturday, Sunday. We're there Saturday from 10 to 8, Sunday from 10 to 4. We'll have the Speedway booth so you can come get scheduled. Nice. We'll have last year's races playing on Flow Racing. We're going to have an iRacing sim from Brian Haynes at Martin Tech. So super excited about that. Hopefully that's nice. a nice draw for our booth. Uh, we'll have the two-seat super, which probably is going to go back on the track at some point later this season. Thank God. Um, I got
1: to get up there and get a ride in that thing.
2: Yeah. Hope to bring back the ride with the legends. So it'll be nice to, to do that again. Uh, And then Carl and Tessa Crawford are going to bring up their SBS and that car is absolutely beautiful. So that'll be a great car to have at the show. Nice. Um, And then Jody London's series of, of cars (laughs) Bill Frisbee's running his super stock, Jimmy Zacharias with a sport mod. And Mike Cole with a Sport Compact, so we'll have Love a pretty it. good turnout for the Syracuse Motorsports Expo. Um,
0: Sounds. I'd good. like to
2: have an actual Super Modified or 350 there, but um, we're still in good shape. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, should be
1: fun. Um, yeah, I used to somebody had their Super ready. I guess uh, everybody's slow uh, this year, putting them back together or whatever. Maybe you can get somebody there, <laughs> but. Um, yeah yeah it's uh that'll be a great show and of course uh we'll get back together again uh probably right after that and uh look forward to um everything that's coming up at oswego and um it like i said sounds like there's a there was even more news than i was aware of and it sounds like especially the sbs class is going to have a
2: banner year yeah i think they will and, and you know what so i don't some guys i never did read through the rest of the the uh, super names. Oh, do it. Um, So Michael oh, Barnes, I know they're going to at least run the two John Nacota Challenge Series races. And then I've heard he's back with Vic Miller for the top wing. Oh. I'm not sure what Eric and Gary's plans are beyond that for the 68. They Interesting. haven't set yet okay. one way or another. So I really hope they decide to come back weekly again, but I'm not sure. Um, Dave McKnight's going to run some Oswego stuff again. Um, same with Brian Osetek. I hope we'll see the lit 88. Uh, Tyler Thompson, I've heard, may not be full-time, but is at least running the five shows for sure. Okay. And same thing with Jerry Kern, the five shows for sure. And then I'm not positive what his plans are beyond that, but the 99 will at least be out there. And now I think I've gotten to everybody. I hope. Okay. Well, we
1: didn't. We didn't mention like Craig Danzer. or not Craig Danzer, but uh, Dave Danzer. Um, there goes my brain again. Um, Dave did I Danzer I him in
2: the list of weekly guys. I didn't think so.
1: Um, I didn't hear him. Yeah, Maybe you I might did, have just lost him. I just missed Dave. it. Um, but uh, yeah, I figure you know you can. I mean, those guys are, are uh pretty much staples. Uh, but yeah, you know, gosh, as, yeah. I hope. Um, it's kind of interesting to hear some guys that are only running that are local that are only running John series um and not running the uh tail wing parts of it because um you know that yeah. that takes cars out of the weekly field
2: so yeah um, i hate that too many too many cars locally that are sitting in garages
1: it's it's um, interesting it, yeah
2: it's unfortunate it's i know that uh, but...
1: i did hear that nathan bird will be back in the Muldoon car for some shows but i don't know what shows yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't know if that was a 350 or yeah. a big block, but um, and then Michael, they didn't even run classic last year. They had problems, so yeah, um, he was on my list, but I'm not sure if they're they're running. Um, Bob Bogwitz, I hope he finally gets his car out.
1: Yeah, um, I saw the picture of it. It looks like it's done.
2: Yeah, it looks close anyway. Um, so or no, that wasn't they, sorry.
1: That wasn't Bob's. That was the um, we didn't mention uh, the night. Um, oh gosh, Ray Craig. Bell's. Yeah, Craig.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Craig. Um, I asked Logan, and he says it's going to be mostly a backup for him. So Dad might only race one or two times, but it's still oh, better okay. than zero.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um.
2: So so that's something. Uh. And then I was kind of thinking about Dan Bowes and Eric Iosu. Uh. Dan had run with the Oswego, um, tail wing. Right. A few years ago, and actually we was had some good speed out of the car. So I'm hoping maybe we can see him for the Champagne race and for the classic. And then Eric had said to John. Nicocha right on Facebook. Thanks for everything you're doing. This has kind of enticed us to very seriously consider putting a Swiggo tailwind on the, the Bodner car, which would be the first time a Bodner car oh, wow. ever ran in that configuration. So wow. please Dave and Eric do that. Yeah. Come that on guys. Great.
1: Come on, come on, come on. Yes. Let's do that. Uh, gosh. And, 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 uh, do we know anything about John McKennedy? Because somebody had told me that they had heard, that John might be um, closer to making the decision to run those those shows. What do we know about him? Anything?
2: Yeah, I asked John Nicotra and he said he was thinking, hoping that he was going to be able to run at least the top lane portion. Um, it was so frustrating and unfortunate to not have him there last year yeah. because, I mean, he's one of the, the top guys, if not he is, the top no. guy. Um, and he won, like, every New England series race there was, but just – didn't do much isma stuff and it's like come on come run a swiggo yeah and, really and sandusky but he's i mean he races everything too so there's yeah. there's that he's got the full nascar tour deal um but i'd also like to see that car with the swiggo tail on again it's the same car that it was when it was the 21 and he was leading the the feature the champagne memorial That's for a right. while until he blew up so that car can be competitive in in both configurations i really wish they get out to a swiggo even just for the top lane stuff, let alone some of the Oswego talent, I'd love to see John be a part of all that Yeah.
1: Well, I had heard, and I don't even remember who told me now, but this was probably, it might even have been over the holidays. Somebody told me that they had heard that he was, um, thinking about coming up and running those. And, um, uh, but then I hadn't heard anything since. So, um, you know, hopefully maybe we can get them there a little bit, but, um sounds good man i know that uh i know that you've uh you're short on time here and we've been an hour so appreciate you giving us that hour and and getting us up to date on all the news um and uh definitely enjoying the articles and um again the swig dot um is the website and um i think everybody knows all the socials by now uh so cam we appreciate it and glad that uh, you you're still here in the u.s i know eventually there'll probably be a another getaway um <laughs> <laughs> back to your other home, but um you know but we uh we hope to talk to you at least once more before you uh, get back a- across uh the world there for for a while um so uh appreciate your time and thanks for being on
2: yeah, thanks so much for for having me on and hopefully we can talk again here in the next month before for sure. I- Head back over, doing parts runs in the Syracuse snow right now. So Oh, boy. And <laughs> uh, then the winter storm before I head back to Norway in a month or so. Oh, so man. Enjoying things and getting ready for the season. And always fun to record with you. So thanks again.
1: Absolutely. Be safe in your travels there. That is Camden Proud. And we will be back with a quick wrap on this Inside Groove news update right after this. Stay with us. Okay, folks, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors here in Inside Groove, Indy Performance Composites. They're a premier composite design and manufacturing company creating performance parts and solutions for the automotive aerospace and communications industries. Jeff West and his team are amazing. They do all kinds of work in the motorsports industry, from dirt tracks to NASCAR to IndyCar, supermodifieds. It doesn't matter if you've got something that you need designed or fabricated. Let them help you transform your idea, your vision, and your budget into a workable, high-performance solution. They have all kinds of services from 3D printing to finishing services, end to end composite solutions is what they are. Check them out, IPCindy.com or Indie Performance and tell them that the folks from Inside Groove set you. Experience the age-old Irish hospitality at Lagroff's Pub and Grill, a Swiggo's premier local spot, to grab a cold one and cheer on your favorite sports teams. Stop in for an ice-cold beer alongside some exceptional pub fare. Burgers, wings, chicken sandwiches, Philly cheesesteaks, soups, and more. You want it, they've got it, served up with more than 40 years of awesome customer service. Have a friendly game of darts against players from across the world. That's right. Players from across the world. Where else in Oswego can you go to play darts against somebody from across the world? That's crazy. Watch the games on their eight big screen TVs or just relax at Oswego's neighborhood bar and grill. Legroffs Pub, 187 East 10th Street in Oswego. Check them out on Legroffs.com. Welcome back to the Inside Groove as we wrap things up. I hope you enjoyed that uh, hour-long uh, interview with Camden. Um, again, we want to try to break the the main show up into some uh, shorter and more frequent content here. So the, the Season Rewind is kind of becoming its own little mini brand within the Inside Groove ecosystem, and uh, these news updates will be the same. Now, interestingly enough, Just uh, after Camden and I had that conversation comes the big announcement that confirms something that we talked about in uh, that particular interview, and let's just get right to it. The 2023 ISMA MSS Super Modified Series schedule has been released, and we are opening the season at Jennerstown Speedway Saturday, May 13th. Um, and that is going to be a seven-division show. Seven divisions at Jennerstown on the 13th. So if you're going to Jennerstown, bring your sleeping bag. It could be a late night there. Um, Oswego Speedway, first uh, uh, first uh, ISMA show. That is the first in John's, um, John Nicotra's series on June the 3rd, 50 Lapper. Now, uh, Lorraine Raceway in Elyria, Ohio, becomes uh, the home of the next event, and it's a doubleheader event, Friday, June 16th, and Saturday, June 17th. That is the Super Crown Nationals at Lorraine. They come back to the Big O on July the 1st. That's a Saturday for another 50-lapper. Berlin Raceway in Marne, Michigan, July 14th and July 15th, the Great Lakes Isma MSS Classic. Uh, that is a two-day event there. And then, of course, uh, we go from there. Um, about uh, two weeks later, we're going to Sandusky for the High Miler Nationals. And that is Friday, July 28th and Saturday, July 29th. Then we come back to Oswego on Saturday, August 12th. Um, that is a fifty-lap event, and of course, that is um, a, a, the other another event in the Challenge Series that John Nicotra is heading up. And guess where Championship Night is? I wish I had a bell here because Camden and I, Camden had it right. It is Evans Mills Raceway, Saturday, September sixteenth at Evans Mills, is going to be the Championship Night for the ISMA Super Modifieds and. That is going to be a 75-lap race. I am really excited to see the big blocks at Evans Mills. That should be fascinating, and I urge all of you that are up in that area that can get there, go. Support that show. Support all the shows, obviously because we need fans if if we're going to keep this big block division going it takes everybody so it it takes you know if you're if you're in the Midwest support the Midwest shows if you're in you know up up northeast support Oswego support Evans Mills support Jennerstown um, going to be a great season for Isma and MSS I love the closer at Evans Mills uh, can't wait to see how that turns out now the next thing that needs to happen every single round of that series every race needs to be on flow or somewhere where people can access it through live stream every single race needs to be live streamed and so that because again without an audience and and that's important to sponsors obviously is to have a a remote audience a lot of what what I've learned over the last uh, even six months or so from talking to people that are in the sponsorship field that do this for, do that for a living um, is that sponsors are looking for ways to directly interact with and engage with the fans. And so if you don't have any kind of a, a, a live aspect in terms of media whether it's video or it's audio, but you need to have something because otherwise all you got is the fans at the track. If you have your sort of remote live, so to speak, if you're broadcasting it to, um, to a bigger audience, then you gain all of that as well. Um, So hopefully, uh, and, and, and there are some, some really great opportunities now with technology that's out there um, to be able to, uh, make those live streams really unique. So hopefully that can happen. And, um, you know, if I, I've got an opportunity actually that I know about that could be really interesting for live streaming and, and, and we'll be testing that with steering wheel nation throughout the summer, uh, a few times here. And, um, it would be, it would be cool to see, Um, see if we could could help Isma to make some of those shows happen. So um, that would be uh, that would be great and really excited about the schedule and excited about kind of being able to, again, come up with more frequent uh, content here for for Modifieds and for the groove. So we're not kind of waiting on one segment because we haven't been able to line up a guest or I've got to be on the road and can't film, you know, can't record a guest or whatever. Um, so we can just put these things out as we, as we can. And hopefully there's, as we get rolling here, there's, there's something just about every week. Um, and maybe sometimes more than, uh, one thing a week. If we, um, if, if we have the content and we're able to do it. So, um, thanks to our sponsors, first of all, JNS paving rich worth. Um, thanks to uh IPC Indy, Jeff West, and the crew there, and of course Sean Cathcart and LeGroffs want to remind you that um through Lent, Friday Fish Fry at Lagrofs pub, get you some fish. Go support Lagrofs. Um when when it's not Friday, if you're hungry, go chill out and have the best burger in town. You get the best fish in town, or you get the best burger in town, it doesn't matter. Um, Go support Lagroff's Pub, support those that are supporting Supermodified Racing. It is critical that everybody does that. Um, And again, thanks to all of you for listening and sharing and and being so enthusiastic. Uh, Looking forward to we've got another season rewind just about set to go. So uh, look for that next week. And uh, Inside Groove will keep right on rolling into the racing season. Thanks to Camden Proud for taking the time tonight. Thanks to all of you who listen. Until next time on the Inside Groove, I'm Tom Baker. Have a blessed weekend, everybody. So long.
0: You've been listening to Inside Groove, powered by IPC Indy, creating performance parts and solutions for the automotive, aerospace, and communications industries. Find them on the web at www.ipcindy.com. Inside Groove is a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit racechasermedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. Now, part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media.